everyone. It's Jay and Nina, and welcome to the, the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. Oh, I am so goodness. excited. Welcome to our first official podcast. Jay, how are you feeling about I this? I have the most biggest butterflies in my stomach. I This is something that we have been wanting to work on for a very long time, a couple months, and we're putting in that work and bringing this live for all of you. Yes. And we are beyond excited because this first podcast, we thought, why not get a little bit into who Jay and Nina really are? Yes, absolutely. And what I think you will realize is that the main objective of what we're really trying to do with the No Silas Left Behind podcast is be unfiltered and not that Instagram bio. Mm -hmm. Like we want to dig deeper. Absolutely. We want to get, we want to get real and raw and honest. And just like you and I really living in our truth and sharing some of our stories and our struggles and some of the fears and insecurities that we face. And we wanted to kick it off with introducing ourselves and sharing some of that with you, but we're going to have some really kick-ass guests that we're going to have come on that are also going to be sharing their truth and their story and how they have uh, worked through some of their fear and some of their pain to risk everything to really reach their desired level of success. Right? Exactly. And I feel like that's going to benefit us all because we're all in this together. Absolutely. Um, and when we dig deep down into the emotional side of beauty and all of like the struggle and sadness that turn into such a magical thing that makes us who we are mm-hmm. and sharing those stories, I feel like it's going to elevate and take us to the next level. So if everyone's ready, we are going to be interviewing each other. (laughs) Just a couple of questions. And the fun (laughs) fact of this is that Nina and myself have no clue what each other are going to be asking. Yes. So I have my questions written down and I know you do too. And we did not cheat. So we are ready to go all in. But before we dive into our questions, Jay, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what actually got you to be where you are right now today in the industry and in life. Awesome. So I am Jay Ladner, the unicorn magician. (laughs) Um, I have been in the industry for 10 years. I've always been like gung-ho. Like I've always spoke up, Mm -hmm. um, asked for opportunities. As you all know, if you follow me or if you're getting to know me, you'll hear this two sentences that I always say, and it's a closed mouth never gets fed and no one knows who you are unless you tell them. And a lot of times I don't have fear in approaching someone, Mm -hmm. right? So I've always had opportunities and amazing mentors that kind of fast tracked my career to think of like the things that I'm doing now as an independent educator, a salon owner, traveling the world and representing brands. It's And being an influencer, like all of that in 10 years is stuff that really hits home to people in any industry Mm -hmm. in year 20, 25, 30, right? right? So it's just surrounding yourself with magical people who hold you accountable, knowing your worth and moving through the fear. And that's something I want to share with everyone along this journey with you Mm -hmm. is what are those tips and tricks that allow me to take a deep breath? and get what I think I deserve. I love that. I love your journey. And I just love your soul and how you just are so open and sharing um, 
everything that you've learned and everything that you have um, encountered and accomplished with everybody else. Cause that's what I, that's why I feel like we're yeah. aligned, right? Because I feel like when you have knowledge and information and you keep it to yourself, what's the point? It's a lonely right? road. It truly is. And why not share that information and all of that love and goodness with everybody else, yes, right? Absolutely. So should I ask your questions now? I mean, if you want to, <laughs> I am so all about it. So, okay. I'm so excited about okay. this. Okay. So <clears throat> question number one, okay. Who inspires you the most? Who is it that you truly look up to and admire? Not, it doesn't even have to be in the industry, just a human soul that inspires you. It could be on a daily basis, or maybe there was a point in your life where someone really made an impact. And um, yeah, who, who is that person for you? So I have a couple people that come to mind and instantly, girl, I'm like, tears are in my eyes. I was going to say, I'm like, I have to take a deep breath. They are tears. Oh my they God, are. you're going to make me cry. Okay. So there's a couple of people and I just want to shout out. I, the first person that came to my mind was my husband mm -hmm. and I, and I've shared stories about him. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I thought about my first ever mentor who gave me the opportunity to be the man I am today in this industry mm -hmm. and to really set a strong foundation. So I think the, the strongest mentor and influence in my career um, was Alan Kemp mm -hmm. of Images Hair Salon okay. in Tampa, Florida. He was my learning leader in school and I thought I was Johnny Cool Honey. <laughs> And I knew it all. And I was like two months in the school and, and he was so, he's so brilliant, so brilliant. And I was in class with him. We had a big school, big class. He's like rocking off this round graduation. Okay. And I was dancing in the back to Rihanna. Of course you were. What else would you My do? My back to him. <laughs> and he calls me out, right? And he said, hey, Johnny, cool. I didn't turn. He yells it again, hey, Johnny, cool. And I turn. The whole room is staring at me. Oh, my God. He goes, since you're so brilliant, you think you're so cool, can you show us how to cut this round graduation? We're all waiting for you. I got up there so sassy-like, because you already know. <laughs> um, and I, like, grabbed the shears, and I was like, I got this. And my body position was totally in, like, cutting a triangle graduation. Oh, no. Right? Mm -hmm. And he, like, bumped my arm. It was like, get off my stage and wake up. <gasps> Fast forward. That moment. Like, in that moment, it woke my soul up that I was not all that. Mm -hmm. That I have a thing where people will follow me. I realized that mm -hmm. like I had something, but was I going to do that through unsuccessful like attributes of myself or was I going to show it through hard work, persistence, and like getting a tribe together to truly be successful? So I was woke. I did not like him but I was woke. I needed that moment to really <laughs> yes. break me down to the fullest. Yep. As I moved along through the, the school, I was like giving back and I ended like phase two at Paul Mitchell. And that's like running the salon before mm -hmm. you graduate. And he would just pop his head around every Tuesday. He then came to me and was like, 
I want to hire you. And I was like, you don't like me. And he was like, no, Jay, I want to let you know something. I did that because I knew the moment I saw you, your magic mm. and you were wasting your time. So I remember going into the salon. I said, okay, I'll check it out. You know, let's chat. I walked in so old school. I was like, absolutely not, Ellen, not working here. And he was like, give me a week. I come back in a week. He remodeled the whole salon, floors, paint, like oh my everything. God. A new desk. Like it was like so modern. He went from like seafoam green to <laughs> black, red, and white. It wow. Was like, okay. Total polar opposite. And he said, okay, I'm going to pay you 70% commission and 20% take home. And I was like, absolutely. Could you imagine that being like your first opportunity? Oh and he handed me the keys. Wow. He said, you will be an owner and a leader in this industry and you got to just do it. So I think the person who really inspired me to be the person I am today. Um, and he taught me like, talk is cheap. It takes money to buy land. Mm -hmm. So when people are offering all this stuff, like make sure they're showing up with the best interest right. and they have like collateral as well. Right. right. And like, like he really taught me like how it was, what it's like to like run a salon mm -hmm. when I was super new and think about it. I'm not even a year and I just get my license and I'm leading 20 year in silence. Wow. Wow. Who were ready to be woke, mm -hmm. thankfully. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he really like, you know, inspired me to be the man I am today in this industry. And I always think about him and, and he's always peeping in on me still to this mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. And when I left to move to North Dakota because Vince was in the military, he threw a party, we threw a party. And at the very end, he said, Jay, I want everyone in this room and you to know that I think that you're Johnny Cool. And he would always tell me I wasn't. Like he would cuss me out. And like that moment for me, I owe it to him. I owe it to my, the industry to call the people who are like me, who mm -hmm. have their magic right. and their power to let them know, Hey, Johnny, cool. You're not there yet, but you can be there. Right. Right. You just got to take it slow. And in the world of social media right now, I feel like we feel that we have to do it all. Mm -hmm. And it's very stressful. And we feel like we're, we have to keep continuous yes. to like, just do it. And I think that if we remember Jay, when he started Johnny Cool, mm -hmm. just to give us ourselves a reminder that we're not there yet, that we have so much more to give mm -hmm. and to grow. So that's my mentor, Alan Kim. I love you. I'm going to be spending you in the I first episode. That. Oh my yes. God. As we're in tears right now from that, <laughs> from that whole thing, it's so inspiring. And so what an impact I believe that people leave and an impression they leave on our hearts and our souls, um, you know, with our mentors and even 20, 30 years later, how they still yes. impact our lives. And then it's taking that and then paying it forward Absolutely. And, and helping others really grow and be woke when they need to, yes, right? Absolutely. Right? So let's move on to question okay. two. Okay. The first question, we're all in tears over here. <laughs> okay. So what is your biggest fear in life? Wow. Um, I'm going all in right now. 
I think my biggest fear in life is being truly like I okay so my biggest fear sorry I'm, I got me all choked up it's okay it's um, all good that's a powerful question it's very powerful but I think my biggest fear is making like making sure that I do make an impact mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times I am fearful of being authentic what do you mean like I I just want to make sure when I show up mm-hmm. that I'm the person that everyone thinks I am oh I see what you're saying I see so because people are seeing you on Instagram and Facebook and on social media that you don't want to disappoint them by if when they show up and meet you that they're like, that's not the J that I signed up for. Is that right? Is yes. that what you're saying? Like that's one of my biggest wow. because I know how that feels. Yeah. And so I'm constantly when I'm traveling and I'm mm-hmm. going somewhere, like we all have bad days. Yeah. And listen, some people are ruthless and they will just take that bad day moment mm-hmm. and like spread it. Right. So I always try to like make sure I'm okay within myself. It's mm-hmm. a daily struggle yeah, and it's yeah. a daily work process and I have to like meditate on it and make sure that I am correct because some days I just want to like shut down and like mm-hmm. not get on a plane. Right. And so my biggest fear is like being authentically me mm-hmm. and also like making sure I leave an impact, mm-hmm. like whatever that is. Yeah. Um and I'll go to one more and my biggest, my biggest fear mm-hmm. is being left. Oh my goodness. Well, I love you. So of course I'm right by your <laughs> side all the time. So you don't have to worry about that, but being left in a sense of, so do you feel that because you have that fear of being left, that you will do your damnedest to not leave anybody Absolutely. else. And that really is like, if you think about the basics yes. of this podcast, right? No stylist left behind. This makes so much more sense to me. I mean, we've talked about this for months, but it's making so much more sense to me now because your mission really is to make others feel that they're not alone. And also me too. I mean, I don't yeah. ever want anyone to feel, you know, we talk about things like anxiety and stress and right. I share that with people because I want them to know that they're not alone but that's a deep rooted thing for you that you're allowed to push through that pain yes, and use your power and your magic to create something where everybody's included. Absolutely. That's the gift. Like yes. that is the gift in all of that. Yeah. So I just have to thank you for just being so brave and honest with that because that is, that's some real shit, right? Yeah. I mean, it's something that lives digging just now to like truly get there. But I want everyone listening mm-hmm. and I know you do too. Yeah. And the people who come on and they're our guests to go there, mm-hmm. to be so alive in, in, in the moment, mm-hmm. because I know for a fact, our stories mm-hmm. and the stories of the people who will be coming on to No Silence Left Behind podcast, that we're all in this together and we're going to move through that. But yeah, fear, or um, my biggest fear is like being left behind because I know the deepest, darkest mm-hmm. feeling of my mother and father doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anyone else to feel that, that way. Right. So sometimes I have to check myself like, oh, 
that person would just leave. Right. Right. It's like abandonment. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I am totally like, I can totally feel you. Like I yes. get that for sure. I love it. So yes. let me pull myself together <laughs> to ask Nina all the questions in the world. Okay. So, well, let me, let, let me tell them a little bit about where I come from. Yeah, right? so, so Nina dive deep into who you are. We need tissues. First of all, we have to make sure that we always have tissues like present at all times, because you know me, I'm a crier and I you're a crier and it's like, forget it. We need tissues. So, um, so obviously, I mean, I just love people. So yeah. I started the industry. So it's 23 years for me now that I've been in the industry and I knew early on, and I've told this story before, but it was early on, it was either I was going to be a dolphin trainer <laughs> or a hairstylist, right? Because I knew I wanted to own my own salon. Yes. And I wanted to be a dolphin trainer because I wanted to, um, I wanted to work at like SeaWorld and work with dolphins and, and spend days with them. And I loved, I love animals. And so then my mom pulled me aside because I was not a school person, not going to happen. Like I barely made it through high school. Um, but I excelled in my cosmetology school because that's what my passion was. And so my mom was like, listen here, chick, if you're going to go to college, you're going to have to be there for four years. You're going to have to share a room. You're going to have to share a shower. And I was like, hold on one second. Wait, you're telling me that I have to share a room and I have to share a, sh like I have to get a shower caddy and like walk down the hall to take a shower. I'm like, no, college is not going to be for me. I'm going to be a hairstylist. I love so it. So that's when this all, and I, when I was young, you know, so, but I already knew in my soul that I wanted to own a salon and my journey was, uh, I, I won't go through my entire journey, but I've also had great mentors that really shaped me. Um, Robin and Ray, they're still my mentors to this day. I've known them for over 20 years and I started out as a stylist working two jobs. I was working two jobs. So I was working at Circuit City. Yes, okay. I'm bringing it back. Circuit yes, City. All the way back. And then I was working at a salon, a small little salon. And then I worked, and then I moved over to a walk-in salon, which is where I met Robin, my mentor. And then kind of came up through there, like working with her as a stylist and then managing the place and then becoming the district manager and working through um, that. You know, I had 55 employees. We had eight salons. And then she sold them. We moved to West Palm Beach and yeah. then we opened up more salons and then we sold them. And then I wanted to do my own thing. So that's how I came to open up my own salon and I owned it for 11 years. And I just had so much, I have so much gratitude toward, uh, obviously Robin and Ray for really giving me, they were my college education. I didn't go to college. I would have never made it through college, just wasn't for me, but they really taught me everything about business and they taught me and my mom too, about just being a good human and giving right. back yes. and doing the right thing. And so that kind of is where, you know, got me to my salon. And then I'm like, Hey, I really want to do something bigger. I want to be able to reach more people. So how can I do that? I want to speak and I want to travel. And that's where, you know, I ended up selling my salon. My husband and I ended up moving out of Pennsylvania and I started one an agency and I have been traveling the country for the past two and yes, a half years. And you are killing oh, it. Thank you. And I have met so many amazing stylists and salon owners in these past two years that it has really just filled my soul. So I know that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be yes. right now because of everything that I went through. And, you know, I also talk about struggling my first, uh, like three or four years in business. I yeah. almost closed my business twice before year five. And 
I was broke. I had to sell my home to keep my business. I was $90,000 in debt and I lived that. And had I not live it, it wouldn't allow me to be as hungry as I was to build my salon back up with an amazing team that I had to build it up and sell it and then start this and do, you know, what I, what I really, really love doing. And that's just helping and inspiring people. I just love people, but I get to do it in such a kick-ass industry. So, um, so yeah, that's my journey. I love it. And fun fact for everyone, Nina and myself, we met at the club class with Gina Bianca yes, in Connecticut. God. Yeah, for Miss Gina. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Shout out to her for sure. Ooh, ooh. We met and fell in love. Instant. <laughs> Instant. We're on the dance floor. <laughs> we're getting it. We're don't stop getting it again. <laughs> um, okay. So you told us a little bit about yourself and you are going to not believe this, everyone. But Nina and I had the same questions written down. Stop it right now. Those are the same questions that you had. Come on. <laughs> are you lying? No. Oh my. So goodness. we're going to dig deep okay, let's into dig deep. the one person, right? Just the top of the line mm-hmm. who, whenever you're like going through the motions, mm-hmm. through whatever you have to work through, that mentor in your life mm-hmm. that kind of like sh- shakes your soul like mine. Yeah. yeah. Who? So I have, I have two actually, because I can't just have one. Right. So I have obviously, so my mom is number one for me. And I feel like my mom is probably one of the strongest people that I know. And she has been through so much in her journey and watching her go through all of that and still being so strong is such a, it's such an inspiration for me. And I don't, now that I'm thinking about this, I don't really tell her that. And I, I guess talking about it now, yeah. it makes me, makes me realize that I should tell her that. Hi mom. Hi mom. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, my mom is just badass. She's like old school, traditional Italian, you know, um, tells it how it is, works so hard, you know, was a stay-at-home mom for a long time until she, you know, got a job and really wanted to venture out and do her own thing and, you know, but took care of four kids and really was no nonsense when it came to respect. Like I have, I respect her and that's why like I would never do anything to hurt her or like get in trouble. I was yeah. like Miss Goody Two Shoes because I know my mom would go in. Right. Like she would go in and that Savage. would be it. Like, and, and it wasn't, she would just have to look at me and I'm like, okay, let me go sit down. Like yeah. that's it. And so I think for her, I'm just so grateful that she has instilled all of those morals and values and, and those key elements to uh, just being a good human. Yeah. And, you know, working through your struggle and being okay with who you are and where you come from and super, and staying super grounded in that sense. So of course my mom and then Robin. So Robin is my mentor and her and I, we share so much together. We worked together for so long, uh, probably just about uh, 10 years that we spent together working together. And she literally I mean, and I have told her this in letters and I've told her on person, it gets me really choked up, but I believe that she changed the course of my life Yeah, because where I come from, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. We um, lived a very simple life, very humble life. And, you know, with my dad getting out of the picture, you know, around when I was like 14, you know, my, my life could have gone 
left or right. And I feel like she showed me a world that I may not have been able to see and a life that I could create for myself. The great thing about Robin is that she always, um, she always wanted me to work for things. It wasn't like nothing was handed to me and she trusted me. She believed in me. I mean, I basically ran the company. We had an agreement because she was so kind that if she would come into the salon, she would undo what I did. And I'm like, girl, you got it. Just stay here in the office. I will run the salons. You pay the bills. Don't like go in and like undo shit because I just spent all of this time, like trying to like get my leadership skills down. Right. So we had that agreement, but she always pushed me and the biggest thing that I could say about having a mentor and having somebody like her was that she always believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And that is so important to have yes. in your life. Like that for me was always when I went through my roughest moments and my deepest days of breakups. Yeah. And, you know, she was always there for all of that stuff and giving me space and time and just allowing me to be me. Cause I was growing up, I was 20, 20 when I met her. And I was, I was managing at the age of 22. So young, so young. I was, you know, a DM by the time I was 24. So, you know, I was so young and I was growing, but she always allowed me to be myself. And she just believed in me when I just didn't believe in myself. And I am forever grateful. I think I probably think of her every day. I mean, I talk to my mom all the time. So of course she's present, but I think of Robin every day. Sometimes I think the funny shit that she would do and say, <laughs> like, like the one I have to tell you yes, because this is hilarious. Say so it. this is a woman that, you know, has done very well for herself and we're opening up these businesses and, you know, we're opening up, she's opening up shop after shop. And we would always have a checklist that we would go through of what we needed to purchase towels, shampoo, you know, color, all the stuff. And one of the managers, one of my managers, she ended up buying dryer sheets Okay. And so Robin's going through the list. We're just getting ready to open the business and she's going through the list for all of the expenses. And she's like, no more dryer sheets. And I'm like, (laughs) what? Like, I'm like, Rob, they're a dollar. Like she got them at the dollar store. And she's like, no more dryer sheets. She's like, this is bullshit. I was like, Like, are you serious? And it was one of those moments that I will never forget because when I had my own business, what do I always say? Every single dollar counts. We were just talking <laughs> yes. about that today. Yes. yes. Every single dollar counts. And I remember even saying things to my girls like, no, we don't, we're not getting that. Like, we don't need that. And they're like, Nina, it's $2 and 50 cents. And I'm like, I don't care. Like we're not. And I remember her, I like, I play her moments yes. in my mind. Yep. So that was one of the funniest things I remember about her. But, um, both my mom and Robin have really, I'm just so grateful and, and honored that I've been able to um, just be in their presence and be a part of their lives. So those are my two. I think that they are amazing women for you um, and for the world. And I can't wait to meet them yes. because you are so magical. Aww. And I'm forever grateful that we are connected. Yeah. Um, and just wait, guys. You're just going to fall in love if you don't know Nina already. <laughs> and ditto. Well, who doesn't know Mr. J. Ladner? Come Let's on. go. Wheels up. <laughs> All right. So. So is that really my second question now, Same. What is your biggest fear? I can't believe we have the and same And how questions. do you manage to move through it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm okay. kidding. That's so crazy how we have the same questions. So my biggest fear, man. Um, 
Okay. This is going to sound so crazy, but I'm going to walk you through it. Okay. So as you guys know, if you follow me or watch me, you know, I have very bad anxiety. I've been, I've been working on this and working through it since I'm probably in my teens. Okay. And it has, it, it gets worse in my life when there are things going on in my life that trigger it. Like if there's big, um, things that happen, shifts, moves, people get sick, you know, parents, stuff like that. Um, and so I've been working through this and, you know, one of the things that this is crazy, one of the things that triggered this, I'm going to take it all the way back to second grade. Okay. No joke. And people can think this is so crazy, but this is literally one of my biggest fears. This kid threw up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm on my edge. I'm on the edge. You cannot see me. <laughs> But I am on the edge of my chair right now. I'm leaning in. So this kid threw up next to me and it changed my entire life. What do you mean? Because I literally, for, for like months afterwards, I didn't want to go to school. It became my biggest fear to the point where like it has hindered me from flying. It has hindered me like in my classes going up, even in high school. Like germs. germs, just the throwing up, just people throwing up in general, like being around all of that. It literally, it complicated my life. Like I am not yes. even exaggerating. Yes. I didn't want to sit next to people because they're like, if somebody would say that they were sick in school, I would go into a full blown panic attack. No joke. This has really controlled my life. This is probably the first time that I'm really talking about and it. And I like, love that you're sharing that. Yeah. It's so weird. Cause people are like, uh, I just grew up I, yesterday. I don't think that's weird. I think that that's what's beautiful about all of us mm -hmm. is like, we have things that trigger us and not a lot of people will know unless you speak up. And I know you're going to like someone listening is going to be yeah. like, girl, hallelujah, amen. I feel the same. Yeah. Right. So yeah, please. And thanks. So yeah, that kind of controlled me for a while. And it, and it was a source of a lot of my anxiety and I worked through it. I've done a lot of work on myself. I've been in therapy since I'm 21. I read a lot of books, you know, I like to uh, be able to manage my anxiety. And so, you know, I've gotten past it. Now I feel like I'm 41, like girl, get your life <laughs> together. So I'm like, okay, now if I feel because when I get anxiety, it hits me in my stomach. So then if I feel sick, then the anxiety starts because I don't want to throw up. Now it's on me. So I'm right. like fearful of yes. this whole situation. Yep. And so I feel I'm in a good place with that now. Um, not that I want to like throw up tomorrow, but I feel like <laughs> I'm, I know like I'm good. Like yeah. I will be okay. But that controlled a lot of my life for a very, very long time. And if, and then to be honest too, I feel like the other, I don't necessarily, I don't want to say I don't have fears like that, but there are things that, that cross in my mind that I don't, I don't like to disappoint people. Okay. And so I'm working through that because I, I want to be myself. I want to do me. And I feel like I've come a long way, uh, but I also don't like to let people down. And the, and the fear of it is what if I disappoint them enough that they won't like me anymore? Or what if I disappoint them enough that they won't trust me anymore? Or, um, I don't know. I think it just, I don't know. It comes from, I guess, maybe like my childhood, yeah. with like my dad and stuff like that, that made me feel like self-conscious. And so it's just that, that fear of, even like I mentioned to you, like, oh my God, well, if he doesn't text me back, like he must not yeah. want to talk, like this is real stuff, right? It's just insecurities. And so I'm human, just like everybody else. And I don't know if it's a necessarily a fear, but it definitely is an insecurity that I'm working through and that hinders me at times. And I literally have to talk myself out of it. 
And so, you know, with my husband, he just lets stuff roll like off. Like, I don't know how he does it. Like who cares what anybody thinks who can, you know, and I've really worked on this and then yeah. I feel like I'm at a good place with it, but still there's like a little twingle that'll come back in. And it even could be my mom. Like, Oh my God, I, I messaged my mom like four times today and she didn't get back to me. She must be pissed off at me yes. for something. Yep. Do you, is this, do you ever feel like that? Um, I, I, kind of sit in the space with you in the letting down. Yeah. I yeah. promise you that almost a couple times, almost daily, but mm-hmm. not all the time daily. Um, I upset someone mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. It's, I forget to text someone or like I, and, and I hold it so serious yes. like yes. you. And mm-hmm. I think that's why we can like really share our truth because mm-hmm. we're similar in right. a lot of ways. Right. And I can, I know how that feels mm-hmm. with you and it's not fun and letting down someone. But now what I'm doing is I'm standing up for myself mm-hmm. and I'm saying, you know what? I am human and I have a lot going on. Right. And I think it's actually selfish for someone else to look at me right. and not think about what I'm going through mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So I always open that door with... <laughs> Hi, neighbors. <laughs> you wanted a cameo? <laughs> we have noisy neighbors. We have noisy neighbors. Jeez. Sorry about that. I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's yeah. Dis- not like not disappointing people, but it it allows me to show up, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Like I, in, on the flip side of that, because I don't like to disappoint yep. people, I am very loyal. Oh. I you am are ride or die. Loyal. And yeah. I mean, I'm ride or die. Like I've had the majority of my friends I've had since I'm in high school. I mean, I'm going back 25 years deep. Yes. And so I like my core people. I'm very loyal. When I love you, I love you and I will do anything for you. And so that's the flip side of it, right? It's not disappointing people. So you know what? I'm not going to disappoint you. I'm going to be loyal and I'm going to yeah. show up for you. And you are going to disappoint people. Like it's just the reality oh, of, of it. Course. Of, course. of course. And like I said, I've, I've really worked through this and I feel like I've come out on the other side, but it's just things that I think about, but the throw up thing that was real that, and that still, it will haunt me. If I get a full blown sickness, like a, like a panic attack, you that can you're find back me. To that place. I am back to the place. You will find me in my room, curled up in a ball, crying and like praying to God, like, please don't let me throw up with my little, um, my little, uh, rose quartz stone that I hold. Cause yeah. this is what I have to do to keep my life together. Yeah, you know, and right? Thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like it is going to touch a lot of people who have to go through that. I know my husband like deals with a lot of like OCG and it's scary to me because I'm not that way. And <laughs> guys, we're melting down. <laughs> we are so sorry. It's just that we're trying to be so serious and there are so much noise around us that it's, it's just, it is just, it's just too much. And listen, I'm a ride or die too, girl. And I try to pull it together for <laughs> I us. But I know you did. We have to share this on our Instagram. This <laughs> She was holding her nose and cracking up. But I, yes, yes. We're on the same page. And I think that we're going to have a blast, everyone. Random shouts from the neighbors. Yes, um, all in. All the laughs, all the cries, all the feels. We're so excited and we're yes. so ready. And we want you to be able to 
be okay with being you. Be yes. okay with being who you are. Accept the failure, accept the pain, accept the struggle, move through it because that is exactly who you are and where you should be. That's that's yes. where, that's kind of where I am at. Right? Absolutely same yeah. page. So, guys, we're going to peace out right now. So oh this was my our first one. I can't believe we made it through. We were working so hard and I was like, "All right, Nina, Yes. Are you ready to record? And we were like, wait. And then when she typed it on the computer, I was like, yes, bless ready. it. We are ready. We're so ready. Nina, can you make sure to let everyone know where they can find you? Of course. So please check out my website at oneandagency.com. And I live on Instagram. So you can always find me on Instagram at Nina. So N-I-N-A, the number two, L-E-O. Please go ahead and give me a follow. And what about you, my friend? Where can they find you? You can find me on jladner.com. Um, very awesome content is on there. But I also live on Instagram, as you all may know if you follow me and Nina. We are always there at It's Mr. Jay Ladner. So yes. give me a follow and some love. Slide into that DM. Yes. And we thank you guys so much for tuning in, for joining us. And we look forward to taking this journey with you, right? Absolutely. And we want to leave you with a little tidbit, a little, a little information, right? Because we want you guys to always remember to always live, live your, your life, life out loud. loud. <laughs> live your life out, out loud. loud. <laughs> yes. Yes.